Today is Friday, December 8th. The title for our devotional is Our Life Revealed. Okay, okay. Uh, today, we'll visit the Christmas story to see the theme that 1 John describes in our Christmas story. Yay, Christmas. Zechariah and his prophecy about his son John the Baptist declares in Luke 1, 76-79, he says, And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, remember, keep in mind the life revealed, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. Prior to Jesus and the meaning of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection in the gospel, we, humanity that is, lived in darkness and in the shadow of death, as Zechariah prophesies. Jesus reveals the gospel then as life. The significance of this cannot be overstated. The incarnation which we celebrate at Christmas is the beginning of the climactic scene in God's redemption story. Prior to Jesus, there was a glimmer of the gospel that could be seen in the law and the prophets through Israel's history. Yet, it was a glimmer of the true light to be revealed in Christ. It's like when you're outside in the evening and the sun is setting, but it's still quite bright. When the sun is obscured by a tree or a building, you can still see the light around you, but it isn't very bright. And then, when you walk around the obstacle and change your perspective, the sun blinds you. Or you can think of it like when the lights are dimmed really low, and then a child comes in. I'm probably telling my voice this has happened to me. And then turns them up to full blast without telling anyone. It's especially hurtful when it's in the morning. This is the image of the life revealed in Jesus and in his incarnation and in the gospel revealed fully in him. The light was dim in the history of the people of Israel and in the Old Testament, but then in Jesus, it's like the light shines brightly and it's blinding. The light, the life was revealed. The implications of this life revealed in the gospel are many and profound. And not the simple three steps to better manage your schedule or Eight things to improve your marriage. Those are fine, but they're shallow. They're not truly what we need. We need a robust theology that reaches to our soul. We need a foundation that will support our inner life when our external environment is crumbling, as we're seeing in the lives of so many in our culture today. We need a truth that will never fail us, even when the three steps teachings don't work. This is exactly what we find in the gospel. If we really believe the life was revealed in the gospel, we will have trust. Next, I'll say if we really believe that the life was revealed in the gospel, we will have hope. First, trust. The gospel in Jesus was God's plan of redemption from before time began. It is the eternal life that was with the Father. We aren't talking about a God who makes it up on the fly, or a God who's caught off guard by circumstances today. God isn't nervously squirming about the onset of AI. God isn't afraid of social media misinformation. God isn't worried about the next election. God's not beholden to dictators. God does not fear terrorists. God is sovereign. The gospel reveals that he works out his plan in real history, real time and space, often even using terrible circumstances to bring about his purposes. Think Joseph, think Jesus dying on the cross. Nothing will thwart God's plan. Because God has done this throughout history, we should not fear. Fear not, Christian. Our God is on the throne. We can trust him. With this trust, we can live with a non-anxious presence, even in a chaotic world. Secondly, if we really believe that life was revealed in the gospel, we can have hope. 
We can experience this life now and forevermore because it's eternal. We should not fear those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul, as Jesus says in Matthew 10.28, as hope produces joy. Regardless of what happens in our lives or the world around us, our destiny is secure. Our life is eternal. The life appeared. The life is real. The apostles experienced the word in flesh. Jesus bodily rose from the dead, giving us hope of the resurrection of all creation. This isn't just a pie-in-the-sky hope. This is a hope based in reality. The incarnation, which we celebrate at Christmas, reveals this to be true. That is real, grounded, rooted in reality. Jesus physically came, taught, lived, died, rose from the dead. This is real. Do you not only believe this is true, but do you believe that it is true for you? Do you live your life as if the life has appeared in Jesus? Is he your source of truth? Is he the one that you put your trust in for salvation, holiness, and peace with God? Do you trust that his way of love is the best way to live? That instead of hating your enemies and getting even with the opposition, you can love them and lay down your life for them? If the life has appeared in Jesus and the meaning of Jesus' appearance, then we will live forever and we will be changed. Jesus and his gospel must be everything to us. We must build our life on this and this alone. Because the gospel of Jesus is not just a life, revealed. It is the life revealed. It is our life revealed.